Today's episode of Daily DVR is brought to you by our presenting sponsor, CuffLinks.com. Head over to CuffLinks.com right now. Use code DVR20 and save 20% off your order. Now listen, the Delta's out there. COVID's still around. We know that. But people are going outside. You can be safe. And if you're going to be outside and you're going to be safe, you know what you're going to be doing? Looking good because you went to CuffLinks.com. Whether you're getting married, going to a wedding, you want some nice fall accessories, okay? And when I say accessories, I don't just mean, oh, that's a nice little thing there. How about some Star Wars? How about some Marvel, some DC, some Game of Thrones? Cufflink has all the greatest high-end accessories that you could want if you want to look good. And they have the fun stuff, too. All the stuff that I mentioned, all the geeky stuff that we love. So head over to cufflinks.com, use code DVR20, save 20% off today. Thank you, Cufflinks. Cufflinks.com. Welcome back to Daily DVR. Does impeachment American crime story? You can find out more about us at dvrpodcast.com. You can also support the podcast and become a patron. Go to patreon.com slash DVR. We have tons of exclusive pods. You can keep up with what we're doing. Actually, um, I did want to make two quick announcements before. Well, let's say hi to Gina first. Hi, Gina. How are you doing? Hey, Axel. I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm doing great. It's great to be here to talk about episode eight which is entitled Stand By Your Man, or the alternate title, Bill Fucks Over Everyone from Hillary to Ken Starr. I see I added a little singing there for you. You did. It could also be Bill Releases the Kraken, because he did. Yes, he did. He did. (laughs) He needs the Kraken. But um, before we get started, I do want to make two quick announcements. The first is to thank everyone for listening. We've got a bunch more reviews. Uh, I think we're up to 20-something, which is really great. Our numbers are great. I can I, You never can really see all the people listening because now all the services kind of hide and you, you might have to pay for one or check another. But anyway, there's a lot of people listening, and we really appreciate it. And last week, I had an issue with my mic level. That was my fault. I was messing around with it. Zoom has this thing where it kind of takes over and it messes with your audio. I record on an actual, like a separate audio board, like an eight track type of board. So I apologize for that. And I wanted to give a shout out to two people who actually put that in their reviews um, that, hey, Axel, check your mic. And I do appreciate you doing that. But also, you can go back and change that now because it's not going to sound like that. And I don't want everyone for the history of the world to think the mic is bad. Um, mm. <laughs> you don't did, you just sound, did you just sound super loud? Um, no, I think I was. my voice was fa- fading in and out. Uh, Yoga Girl. Oh, and, that's right. Yeah, okay. and Yoshi said this. So um, I am not going to mess with my audio today. It is going to be consistent throughout. Hopefully... You can hear me, and I sound good. And uh, you know what? I'll do it right now. Here, look. I'll turn myself up just a touch, okay? See? So if there's any issues, there shouldn't be any issues 
And I do appreciate people saying it because I want to know, you know, I listen back and I don't, sometimes I just pick little parts to check that there's audio instead of like re-listening to the whole podcast. Mm. Um, The other announcement I just want to quickly make is that if you're enjoying us talking about American Crime Story, I wanted to announce that my good buddy Heath is going to be joining me to talk about the mayor of Kingstown, which is the new show on Paramount Plus with my man Jeremy Renner. He's coming to TV. He's not singing in this. Oh, thank God. Um, but it's like a kind of drama. It comes from Ty Sheridan, who is a great writer and director. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Kyle Chandler is in it too, coach from Friday Night Lights. So we're going to be doing that. Actually, it picks up in two weeks, I think. So the last week we're doing this will be the first week of that. So if that pops up on your feed after our last episode to kind of remind everyone where to go or what to subscribe to, you might see that. But that's all I got for announcements. Let's talk about impeachment. What in a mate, this episode again, blew me away. This was amazing. And this was such a great drama. Like, man, they got me on this one. The Kraken has been released. And what a job. I mean, Edie Falco, she's something else. I mean, I still kind of feel like she's a little bit of Carmella, but that's just me. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, um, it's because she's speaking in her own voice. Like, you know, so many, we kind of talked about this a little bit last week, as so many of the characters are, are mimicking the voices and accents and things of, uh, of their characters. And, and she definitely is not. There yeah. is definitely a, a slight Jersey Carmella that comes oh, out of her. God. I totally slight, agree. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I heard an interview what? with her um, a while back where she admitted to that. She said, mm. she said, I really can't do accent. Like she was like, I try, <laughs> but it comes out. And I was like, it does. Cause there was this one time where she's like, Bill. And it was like, I mean, <laughs> it sounded like my mother calling me. I'm from oh, Jersey. Boy. You know what I mean? So it's like, it's, it's yeah. But still though, it, it didn't matter. Right. It didn't matter. Yeah. No, it didn't matter. Um, <clears throat> I think it's really interesting the way they started with Jennifer flowers. Yeah. This mm-hmm. whole thing. Um, I mean, this is what really could have ended the election for Bill Clinton the first time around. You know, it, it ended it for Gary Hart. And I think yeah. the thing was, it was a 12-year affair, she claims. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's a long time. That was like the whole time Chelsea was probably alive at this yep. point. Yeah. <clears throat> so... Yeah, it's it's... That's kind of crazy. I thought yeah. that it was a really smart thing to do. And mm-hmm. once it started off like that, I said to my wife, I said, oh, I like this. They're grounding us in the past, right? Because if they had started like with Hillary in college, that's not what this story is about, right? This story is about these affairs. That's what this impeachment was about, right? So yeah. I think by grounding us in that and giving us a sense of the weight of what Hillary had already been through. Right. Yeah. And I think also what she, she knew, she knew his shortcomings. She knew he fooled around. 
she was okay with it. It seems like as long as he told her about it, which, you know, I've heard for a long time that these two had an arrangement, which the CNN reporter says, so is this an arrangement? And they say no, but, but yes, it is in a way. And maybe she just said one day, listen, you can fuck anyone you want to just let me know. And maybe she said, and same goes for me. You know, they, they could very well have had a open marriage with the rules of we tell each other who we're with and there's no secrets about it just so we can be on the same page when stuff like this comes up. I, you know what, Gina? I just don't know. I still <laughs> am confused. I, re- I really, it is one of the great mysteries of humanity. Did the Clintons let each other fuck other people? This is like the greatest. <laughs> we will probably never know. We, we will never know. I mean, but her, it seems like she knew, and you know, she in her book, seemed okay with it. Yeah, in her <clears throat> in her book, which um, I listened to, but I don't know that I can like kind of verbatim say it. But I remember, and then in doing research for this episode, um. I think it was I think it was so unspoken an agreement that neither of them understood what was happening. I really think that. I really think that it just got away from them. And mm, yeah. I, I I feel like she was for I think she could fool herself or she could like, you know, this idea and it comes up, right. It comes up in the kind of the, towards the end of the episode where she's like, is this arrangement? Maybe that is what this is. And from now on it is right. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like, um, that we covered, uh, Watchmen, which was such a great show. Right. Right. And one of the ideas of that show was so, about masks. And when you put on a mask, you, if you leave it on too long, you become that mask, right? That's that old saying, right? If you wear it too long, the, you become that face. And I kind of feel like maybe that is what happened with them, that they, they both knew what he did. And then sometimes she let it go. Other times she got mad. Yeah. Sometimes it, <clears throat> oh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh no, I was just throwing my Oh, up. okay. Um, I, I, you know, it's just so confusing to me. I, I mean, I don't, you know, I admittedly, I have never been in any type of like open relationship. Um, I don't think that I have the energy for it, <laughs> quite <laughs> frankly. I mean, when I think about it, I'm like, I don't know. I want to play like a video game, you know, not have like another wife and another. It's like I have well, one. It's good. Well, it's interesting you say you don't think you have the energy for, for it because part of me feels like maybe you're right. You know, he was running around and going to all sorts of events and, you know, doing God knows who what with however many women. However, I think there might've been an expectation from her, maybe from him that, well, once he's in the white house, he's going to be so damn busy. He's not going to have time for any of this nonsense, right? You know, they have work to do. They have purpose. He's going to be surrounded by people 24 seven. 
Like this is, there's no way this can happen. You know, I would think that, you know, you kind of maybe imagine that like this will, this will finally focus him, you know, maybe like that unruly kid you have, Oh, we just got to get him into soccer. So he burns off that energy and, you know, doesn't misbehave so much. (laughs) That, that is, that's, I mean, I guess if I were, if I had to pin my feelings down, that kind of describes I think it was is it was like the goalposts kept on moving and as the success you know how there I mean obviously we've seen it lately where with with uh me too but not but also just people kind of a reckoning of power right where success breeds the illusion that you made the right decisions and not everyone who's successful deserves to be successful, nor did uh-huh. they actually get there because of the decisions they made, nor do does every decision weigh into that success. So I feel like because he got to be the governor and because he got to be the president, this beha- she kind of allowed the behavior to continue, as did he. And that's why I've been saying from the beginning that it's in, it's a pathology. It's like mm-hmm. it's it's ingrained in them to an extent that I feel like even they probably don't understand it. Because like I said, when you read her book and she talks about what happened with Monica, she was so angry and she felt betrayed. But it's like you never quite know, like you're saying, did you feel that way because he broke the bounds, you know, the binds of your marriage? Or did you feel that way because he embarrassed you? Well, I think she kind of, you know, whether it's true or not, she kind of said it in the character of her said it in this episode where, you know, I, and I kind of felt this way too. Like if someone ever cheated on me to that extent, Sure, I would feel bad if they had cheated, but if they had also made me look like an utter and complete fool Mm -hmm. to the extent he made her look by lying about it first where she went in to defend him, I'm surprised they didn't have her character physically go after him because I would have been like, I, I would have been, it would have been a fight. Like I would have went after that guy. (laughs) Like I will fucking kill you for humiliating me, ruining my reputation, which she has a reputation worth protecting, you know, and it's like, you know, I don't care if people think I'm, what were they calling her? Um, uh, stiff, abrasive, cold, you know, I don't give a fuck if people are calling me those things, but I do give a shit if they think I'm a fool for being associated with you after you did this to me. Like that's, that is, that's a worse crime. I think than just the, uh, the affair or the fooling around or, or whatever, which she seemed to be used, used to. And she also felt like, whatever their marriage is, it, they, you know, she mentioned we were a team. And as long as we were working together with purpose, like, I think, I honestly think that her making a difference it, to her, making a difference in this world is far more important than who her husband is fucking behind her back. But as long as they had that together and he was honest about the shit he pulled, then I think she was okay because she holds herself to a higher standard 
She doesn't care about the, the sexual stuff that he does with other people as long as she knows. She's more focused on, let's change the world. Let's do healthcare for all. Let's go down in history. Like, that's what motivates and drives her. Not, I expect you to be a faithful husband and, you know, just go about your business. Yeah, that's, but that's, I guess, you make, you make your decisions, right? Right. I mean, that's yeah. what it's all about, you know, and hey, every marriage is different and uh, every relationship is yeah. different. Hell, it doesn't matter what, I don't think marriage. I guess marriage, I mean, time matters. I don't think marriage matters. And they, the time that they were together, they did, they did become like you're saying this team and you're very, that's, that's very, yeah. that's very true that the idea was he gets to be president first because she's going to be after, right? She yeah. always, that was always their plan that after his career had reached an apex, she would launch hers. Mm -hmm. And that's obviously what happened. We saw it, right? We all lived through mm -hmm. it. And um, it, it did, it was a stain that what he did. And yeah. going back, you know, referring back to the episode, we, st we start with the Jennifer Flowers stuff. And what is the response? Let's get Hillary to go out there and talk to the, like you say in the notes, mm -hmm. mainly college educated women. Like they wanted her to go out there and say, Hey, come on. All our guys do stupid shit, but he's a great guy still. <laughs> right. Like yeah. I'm still, Hey, I'm not doing the stand by your man. I I'm, I'm a partner in this, right? Mm -hmm. I'm not just turning my back or defending him no matter what. We have talked it out as adults. We're standing here in mm -hmm. front of you. Um, I loved when she said that. Yeah. You know, I feel like, I feel like in a, many ways, and it's just like every politician, every whatever campaign, sometimes you are on the pulse of what's happening and sometimes you're not. And mm -hmm. I actually think the stand by your man thing helped them. Um, that some people may disagree, mm -hmm. but it's the same respect where when I'm, whenever I think about the, this whole thing is why didn't he just come forward with it from the beginning? I would have respected it more. And after we lived through Trump, obviously there's a lot of people in this country who don't give a shit if a guy is yeah, a dog. They just, it's true. and actually they like it. Right. His pollster, the, the guy who got caught sucking a prostitute's toes in the last episode is like, you know, you doing this kind of shows you're a manly man, a man's man. Yep. And, and voters like that. <laughs> I mean, this is, you know, this is America. We, yeah. we want, we want a hero. We want someone that, that can be our idol, right? Like mm. we want something to consume. And that's where I think that they got this. So, you know, so wrong, but that the interview that interview they did so well too. Even like the way that I, I can, man, that is something I really remember watching when it happened. Right. And sitting there watching it and just her body language. And Edie Falco did such a great job too of kind of like turning her knee the way she did towards him. 
and kind of the weird head movements she yeah. was doing. Like she was kind of like a bobblehead a little bit. Yeah. Like she was really listening and agreeing. And and I was like, I do remember kind of those odd head movements. Um, yep. What it also reminds me of, and I don't know if you've seen this or others have seen it, but the movie Primary Colors. Oh, uh, yeah, definitely. I read yeah, that book. Yeah, with, yeah, with John Travolta and um, Emma Thompson, where Emma Thompson's playing the Hillary character. And um, you kind of get the behind the scenes, I mean, fictionalized, who knows, because it was written by Anonymous, who was on the campaign trail. But like the, right after that interview, she like, shakes his hand away and stops off whether that's like true or not you know they didn't represent it here but i just think it's it's kind of interesting to see this in so many iterations now you know it kind is. of a, it, it would a, be it would be yeah. cool. it would be funny to have like a four split screen of like the saturday night live version primary colors this the real version yes <laughs> like, yes yeah you know? it would be kind of fascinating and it, it says a lot to, you know, I mean, like I keep on saying this, the first word is American crimes or like they are in many ways in the, in not just not the text, the subtext dealing with how we as a society frame these things, how we look at politics. And I noticed a lot in this episode, there was a comment about, um, I think what did, I think I, Maybe Bill Clinton said it or something like they don't want to think in their president, some dog who grab any woman or something like, it was like oh, <laughs> do you remember that it was like a direct reference to Trump? Like they were definitely I, kind oh, of, I thought he know. mentioned a mafioso. Oh, that's, that's it. Yeah. Yes. That's okay. That's what yeah. it was. A mafioso something. Yeah. And that was definitely yeah. a reference to Trump. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's. Wow. Yeah, they did. He, yeah. What great acting he did in this episode too. Yes. Um, but yeah, the interview was fantastic. The way that played out now him, then when he finds out that Monica, you know, we see Monica sign the deal. Yeah. Um, we, we, you want to talk a little bit about them parading her in and fingerprinting her and all that stuff. This is interesting. I, oh, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. I was going to say, I was going to say, yeah, it's, it's kind of interesting. <laughs> her still on the same page. Yeah. yeah. It, it was just, it was, I, I think the way that they presented it was interesting too. Cause at the time I was like, Hey, what the heck's happening? Are they arresting? Oh, I get it. This is intimidation. Mm -hmm. You know, they're trying to intimidate her finding out and reading some of the articles that we've been referencing. And I couldn't get into now I'm, I'm done with my vulture. So next oh. episode I can get into vulture again. The month will be. Yeah. And flipped. there was no salon or slate or whatever the other one was this week. I was like, Oh, did they give up on it? What happened? <laughs> I found another one. Um, actually I found two other ones. I can't remember what they are. I'll have to go look at my history. Okay. Um, but I did find another one which um, talked about this again. And I read another article because it was about the lawyer Ginsburg. Mm -hmm. And this is exaggerated. Um, they it wasn't it wasn't really. So for what people are the kind of word on the street, right, is that it wasn't that he was such a jerk. It was that he was inexperienced. And they literally felt like they couldn't 
complete what they wanted, he would not follow through with them. Right. Hmm. Like they felt like he didn't know what he was doing, that he was a medical malpractice lawyer and that he was way in over his head. And they wanted to deal with people who they felt were more on their level, which obviously we see they get because they're buddies and they go to Ken's grandma's house. You know what I mean? Mom's house. And then you you automatically knew, oh, okay, what they really wanted was another insider Mm. that they could wheel and deal with, right? Yeah. They felt like Ginsburg was going to make this into a big deal and they're going to have a whole nother thing with it. So I think that that's why in this case where like it's like the truth versus the show, I kind of think maybe the show is not is showing an alternate truth here. You know, like I think it may have very well been that Ginsburg was going to make it a whole thing just to get to that point. And they wanted an insider. I mean, I also think coming at this maybe in the mindset of a malpractice lawyer is, I mean, they're kind of a take no prisoners type of lawyer, right? Like they are defending. It's not about the deal. They're not, they're not in favor of the victim here. And so he's kind of, even though Monica's kind of the victim, he's using the same tactics like that they're doing something wrong, the government, which is kind of funny, you know, like, you know, you know, you give us a deal, you mofos. And, you know, I I don't think they appreciated being cursed at, you know, back in the, back in the day, I'm sure, you know, Republicans would swear (laughs) so much unless you're Brett Kavanaugh. He's, you know, he's the next generation. We see him, you know, later with this little shit. I mean, he's like, he's like, these are softball questions, you know, you know, this is, you know, fuck respectful. And I'm just like, you, I'm just like you little cry baby twat. You'll get yours, sweetheart. You big baby. Oh man. Yeah. I mean, look who can't take it. Look who can't take softball questions. They really, <laughs> that's see. true or not, but I, you kind of feel like it must be. I swear. I, I was, I, I think I said to my wife, I was like, I think they hate Kavanaugh more than anyone else in this whole show. <laughs> they are making him look like such a little baby. Like just, yeah, I mean. Well, you know, it, it kind of showcases that from the very beginning of his career and, of course, in high school, he has no problem with throwing women under the bus to get what he wants. Well, this is why his, this is why knowing history, which is something that, so few in our country really do understand and why a show like this is fun to watch, but also it gives you a historical perspective. Like DJ was saying, like these people are around forever. Mm-hmm. Like they don't go away, you know, like yeah. look all the, I, you know, you probably think so many of the people at, when Kavanaugh arrived, think, oh, he just existed the day he was announced as a Mm-mm. a potential Supreme Court candidate, right? Like, you don't see the pol- the politics that have gone on in the past, the stories, why people felt the way they did about him, why it was so strong, right? I remember at the time, everyone was like, oh, you know, they just want to hate Trump, as as some like to say. You just want to hate somebody, blah, 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 anything he does. Like, no, there's a history here. Mm-hmm. Like, let's let's learn about it. But it's definitely true. 
And I will have to admit, even I think they're going a little over. (laughs) 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 They gave him every, every line possible to make him look like a toady, as you're saying. Yeah. Yeah. It was pretty funny. It was pretty funny. But, um, Monica, um, first of all, I got so nervous when she was leaving to go to California because I just want to give like a uh, beanie Feld, Feldstein, the actress such credit just to, just like when she was getting ready and how mm-hmm. she had acted when the mobs were chasing her. And it just made me feel I, I when I saw Ginsburg was there and going to travel with her, I felt better about it. Right. Like, you know, I was like, okay, good. She has someone to go with her because I, they've done such a good job. I think we spent so much time with her in so many episodes and now this is really opening up. And in a sense, just as the impeachment itself lost, uh, the story of human, of a human being, right. A, Uh A young woman embroiled in this historic affair um the show kind of did that a little bit in this episode and you know it's like a little bit like she kind of was moved a little bit and when we started with hillary and we came back to her but i just felt like she does such a great job of making me care about her Mm-hmm. And I just, yeah. I really cared. Like I was really worried about her getting on that plane by herself. And then when she pulls up and everyone's there and, you know, and he's like, hug your dad. And she's like, what the fuck you think I'm going to do? Like I know. all these people are like surrounding his house. It really, you know, I, I don't know. It really got to me. And I think they did a very good job of representing something we've all seen before. Um, mm-hmm. But really communicating the humanity of what was going on here. Yeah. Um, and then the dress. We, yeah, we finally get mention of the dress and it's handed over. The damn dress. And I was saying to my wife, I couldn't remember if she, and I think I said, if she gave the dress, if, if trip did, but it's that trip told them about the dress and she had, she had it, but also at that point in time, can you blame her for handing over the dress? Yeah. No. Cause I think that, you know, it, it, that was her proof that yeah. this had actually happened and she wasn't a, like a crazy person stalking him. Yep. You know, it's not like, yeah, you know, he, <laughs> well, we can get into the whole definition of sexual relations here in a minute. Oh, but, yeah. we'll oh talk my about, God. Oh, that was amazing. But <laughs> yeah, she, um, I just, I didn't, I th- I th- I guess I thought like pre-thinking about the when the dress was going to come up and then when it came up I thought am I get I thought I, I might be a little bit like pissed oh god man if you hadn't given that dress nothing would have ever happened you know like why did you just throw it away but mm. she, why didn't was, you get it cleaned yeah. <laughs> but it was on. her protection it was her you know she had to have a stake in it and the way you fucking build through her to the wolves i don't blame her at all yeah yeah um poor so i'm trying to figure out what we should talk about next the way 
Bill kind of lets Hillary know that he lied to her, perhaps. Yeah, which, let's talk about that. Let's talk I about mean, that. He's waking her up. A, well, yeah, but even before that, he tries to get someone to like lay the groundwork with her, like kind of like to mentally prepare her without really knowing she's being mentally prepared. Like the whole, oh, maybe you could kind of, you know, tell her, you know, and that guy's like, oh, well, but what if something really did happen? And she was mm. so 100% confident that, no, if something had happened, he'd tell me the truth because that's what we do. This is a partnership. Like she really believed that at the least she count on him to tell her the truth. Yeah. Um, and yeah, sitting up all night in the room. Good. Glad you had a couple sleepless nights over this, buddy. I just thought it was such a dick move. Like, Uh, you know, it's kind of like, um, I remember when I was a kid and, uh, I would do something bad or something. And my mom got home before my stepfather got home. She'd be like, don't bring that up to Sandy. As soon as he walks through the door, (laughs) You know what I mean, like that kind of thing. And then it's like, it's such a manipulative thing I feel to like wake someone up and be like, guess what? I cheated on you. And this is like the second time he's ambushed her right in the morning. Yeah. Right. I'm just like, okay. Hmm. And I didn't know how she was going to respond, but as we've talked about, obviously this show is going with, I think I think really they're basing her res- whatever this response, the dinner, the, the and the later. Um, where are they at? Mm-hmm. Hyannisport. Um, I think they're Martha's Vineyard. Martha's Vineyard. Okay. Yeah. Um, on her book, that's my understanding of her recollection of these mm-hmm. events, kind of. Yeah. And um, so I didn't know how she was going to respond, but man, what a great job she did, and what mm-hmm. a great job he did. And it did so remind me of The Sopranos because there's so many times that she was like, Tony, why? Oh, my God, you did it. You know, like, (laughs) you're breaking my heart, Tony. Uh, But she went off and, you know, she was right. And it was just it's it is kind of amazing when you kind of think, oh, my gosh, that's the president. And, you know, like there there are people like us, too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Like, here, here they are yelling and. There, there's emotion here. And I think, I think it's good to represent that too, because look, regardless, like we're saying, regardless of whether or not arrangement, we're never going to know, but it's embarrassing, right? It's, and, and for their kid too. And that was how she ends it, right? You better tell Chelsea before she sees it on CNN. I know. Well, I think she was, (sighs) that was her first year at Stanford too. I think she was in college, so I think he had to do a phone call, uh, you know, yeah, like yeah. really early in the morning. Because then later, they're you know she's heading back to school when they're on the vineyard. So, yeah. <clears throat> and and we get to, we see Chelsea a little bit only walking with her disc. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just a just a blip. Leave the kids out later. of it. I wish she had um, had that yellow disc man. I think it was like a black one. I always favored that waterproof one, you know? That was my oh, favorite. was that a disc man though? Or was that a cassette player? Because I had the yellow cassette player. I think it was, was a disc man. Oh, they I, did one yeah. of those too? I'm pretty sure it was, okay. there was a disc man, yeah. 
Uh-huh. They, they did both of them. Yeah, Sony. But yeah, in this one, she had one. And that's, I have, I, I want to ask you this. Um, when she said that, go and you go and tell Chelsea, did you think we were going to get a scene of him doing that? I did for a minute. And then c- clearly he, he moved on to Osama bin Laden. You know, it was kind of an abrupt, like he kind of walked in and was like, oh, I just, you know. That's the life of the yeah. president. But I mean, yeah. I, I say that because I'm glad the show didn't go there. Yeah. I don't need to yeah. see that. You know, um, I don't need, I, I think it's respectful towards Chelsea and like, uh, like Monica in this case, even though, I mean, Monica acted, made, had actions with, with Bill Clinton, Chelsea didn't do anything but be born. It was, it was so unfair to her and the way that the, the media treated her and that was terrible. You know, mm-hmm. there's a whole nother yeah. story there that parallels the treatment of Hillary and Monica and women around Bill Clinton. And that includes Chelsea Mm -hmm. who has obviously grown up to be an amazing woman. And Mm -hmm. yeah, totally. like, so this did, that says something too, you know, to those of who are always say like, you know, bad kids have bad parents or whatever. Well, they did a pretty good job with her, you know, and and for her to survive this. And, and I just, I appreciated, I, I, I actually said to my wife, oh, I hope they don't go there. I, I don't need to see him on the phone with Chelsea and some, you don't need to dramatize that. Yeah. I'm really glad she made him do it though. Like Hell this yeah. is your, this is your, what later she calls, she says he's chaos and mayhem. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yeah, he is, you know, um, he's a shark person. You know, he's he just go, he's not sleeping. He's just, all right, all right, he's got to eat. He's got to fuck. He's got a power. He's got, you know, um, yep. but yeah, that, that part I liked, um, wait, what, <laughs> what, do you, what do you have written here? Teamwork makes the dream work. If you are dealing interns with cigars, <laughs> no unless touching. you are <laughs> no touching. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I know. Oh, and that uh, was a great line too. Just because you didn't finish doesn't mean you didn't start. Yes. Yeah. I think that kind of says it all. Yeah, it clearly does. he it has really some does. weird hang up like, yeah. oh, it's not really cheating if I don't get full pleasure from it. And so weird. You know, yeah. Ejaculate. It's like. Mm-hmm. The things people tell themselves, you know, I mean. To, yeah. To make it okay. They gave her a lot of great lines too. Like she does, Hillary Clinton has always had the ability to kind of cut through things. She's always had great lines. Her tweets are great too. Yeah, she's great on Twitter. And what I find most fascinating is something will be happening in current times, either with Donald Trump or something else. And they pull up an interview with Hillary Clinton from like five years ago, where basically she predicted the future. Like, if we don't do this, X is going to happen. Well, when X starts happening, they pull up that interview and say, this woman knew, you know, (laughs) she understands how we got to point A from point B. She knew it would happen if we kept going in that direction. It's like, oh, yeah, it was just crazy. She's sharp. And, um, yeah, wow. Um, all right, let's talk a little bit about the actual um, testimony. Testimony, yes. 
let's talk about Bill's testimony because we had talked about where obviously he finds out that Monica has made the deal. He's got to go and do his testimony. We already know he talked in the last episode. They mentioned it and they mentioned it again about the very lawyerly definition of sexual contact, intimate contact or sexual relations, sexual relations. Right. Yeah. Um, And with all the, everything's going nuts, right? They make them do the blood test. I got people waiting, right? And they're mm-hmm. they're setting you up. I feel they did a great job. He's running through the hall. The, the Bin Laden stuff we didn't even talk about, right? Like he's got that going on too. Are we going to mm-hmm. bomb the wag the dog stuff, which turned out not to be wag the dog at all. 9-11, right. thank you. Yeah. Um, right? That in, in historical hindsight, I wish they had made more of a point of that, honestly, because- mm-hmm. He, he, that was obviously not a wag the dog situation. He was doing his job. And mm-hmm. if he was successful, he could have possibly prevented 9-11, which I know. George wow. Bush didn't do, um, the big hero now. Um, <laughs> but they set us up, basically, entering into this testimony. I felt that we were going to get a shaken Bill Clinton, right? Um, oh, no. But no. This is where we see why he's the president, right? It's also see where we see why, how he really got the name Slick Willie. Because yep. this is so slick. <laughs> so and <good>. he is <laughs> such a lawyer. He is such a lawyer. Like, yeah. I mean, I don't think anyone else could have weaseled their way around this questioning oh, quite beautiful. the way he did. Oh, it was man. it was stunning, disgusting, but stunning. <laughs> I, I have to admit, I I loved it. I loved every. Oh, I loved sec- it, yeah. but I'm also like, damn, you were just, you know. And I think Hillary says it later. What is it? <clears throat> she says, um, looking back, she says something to the effect of, "You disorient people just long enough to have your way." Yeah. And yep. that is what this whole testimony is kind of all about. Yep. It's, it's, oh, oh my God. <laughs> it was great. I, I mean, so- <laughs> be- beautiful setup. One of the great things I thought was as soon as he walks into the room and when he walks in, he is a little, he's not, he, he's kind of coming in the room and um, Star is over there smiling at him, right? Like mm-hmm. we got you. And all those guys are looking like, yeah, we got you. And then as soon as he sits down, he's like, all right, gentlemen, let the massacre motherfucking begin. (laughs) I'm I'm just about to show you (laughs) what the deal is. Like he really, I mean, this was masterful, not only in the kind of philosophical law side, you know, the like nerdy side of that, how Mm -hmm. he was right. The whole time he was right. He, 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 that he had them, but the fact that he was able to be so calm and the way, um, just the acting in this was so fantastic too. The well, smile. and the decision to, to write and read a statement in oh. that way got him out of yes. answering so many other questions, I'm sure. And it kind of threw him for a loop. And who is going to say, no, Mr. President, yep. you can't read your statement. 
no one. And he, mm-hmm. I think he kind of knew that, but oh, yeah. you see, uh, you see, um, Emic and Kavanaugh, like in their room, with the, you know, the jury watching this, and they're like, "What the? What is he doing? Yeah. <laughs> he can't let him read that statement." Was, and you could see also yeah. the 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 way they had the jury, like all of a sudden leaning forward, and the women kind of le- like, "Yeah, okay," and the the fact that he used their quote unquote respect and dignity of the office and of the president and of the immovable non-changing stone of the constitution right that they believe in right that everything is like ordained by god that this country exists so if it's ordained by god and he's the president they have to have that respect and to turn it on them by taking over and saying i'm going to read this statement was so masterful. Just the whole thing was just great, but it was total scumbaggery. It was was totally made Monica look terrible and just like something he was using, you know? Um, And it was, which, which I don't know. I mean, I guess we both want to believe there was a love there, but uh, obviously didn't be so, it wasn't so nice. It it makes me feel like, okay, so I think that definition of sexual relations, somehow that was also a definition in the piece of like uh, violence, uh, the Violence Against Women Act that I think he, well, because they they mentioned that when he went in for that preliminary uh, or that testimony for Paula Jones, and when he read that, there's something about that being the definition maybe Mm. in that piece of legislation at the time or whatever definition they gave him clearly was like, it has to be skin on skin touching and you're only responsible. It's only sexual relations. If you are skin on skin touching the other person and you give them sexual satisfaction. Are you the intent is to arouse with, your with skin on skin contact because yeah. that's why I brought up the cigar and because that always really baffled me. I'm like, why a cigar? I don't understand. But if he was fooling around mm-hmm. with this definition in mind, even that's how he, yeah, that's that's, that's the thing, yeah, you know. It, and no clothes came off, and he tried not to ever reach full satisfaction when she was she was having maybe sexual relations with him, but he wasn't having sexual relations with her. I don't know. And, it's a and, good and, question mark. And also <laughs> it was real weird. And also to, to say she's when she was giving me oral sex, she was pleasing me. I wasn't trying to please her. Right. I just felt that was so selfish, Bill. I mean, come I on. Know. I mean, really, uh, yeah. that uh, yeah. it was despicable, but he was technically legally, if that's what he says, that's right. He, it's his intent, right? Mm-hmm. They're never going to be able to prove his intent. They'd have to go a whole nother line of, uh, inquiry to prove his intent in other situate, blah, blah, blah. Right. And they would never, they wouldn't even going to do it. And it was interesting too, because right, like they had Kavanaugh, the one who was saying, screw this, ask him if he fucked or blah, blah, blah. You yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, she blew him. <laughs> and then oh, kind of 
it's like Clinton knew that they weren't going to want to do right. Like he picked up yeah. on that. So they were communicating that. And yeah, the whole thing, everything he did, the smiling, and it was four hours long. God, I damn. know that's kind of, that's a long tap dance and man, was he dancing <sighs> and, oh, uh, and then Ken Starr. Well, I have a couple more questions. Nope. Sorry. Your four hours is up. Have yeah. a good one, Ken. Walk out. <laughs> like, screw you, don't. Uh, we're done here. I think he said something like, "We're done here," or like, "Yeah, yeah. that's man." There, there, the yeah, the way he shifted and turned, it was very slick. But they were doing the same thing, right? I mean, let's be honest. Like as Hillary deftly said in one of the interviews. This whole thing started with Whitewater. Then it yeah, was about it this one. Then it's about that one. It should have just been called the office of trying to get Bill Clinton impeached mm-hmm. because that's what yeah. it was. And, you know, whether or not you want to say, well, hey, that's politics. They do the Okay, cool. Then if you say that, then I'm going to say that when Bill Clinton does this, you know, so in a sense, it's all part of the game. And again, though, the person who's left out in the cold is the person they're talking about, which is Monica Lewinsky. Um, And, you know, she is, I guess, exists in this framework as a, you know, just a device for his pleasure or if he decides, right, that he's pleasured or she's pleasured, it's up to him. Mm -hmm. So I felt that 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 was there, too. There were no women in that room. Right. Yeah. Not in the room he was giving his testimony in, but on the grand jury. It's like a bunch of dudes sitting around. It's still like a locker room in a sense, you know? Yeah. Yeah, it really is. Um, But gosh, whew, man. All right. Um, (laughs) You want to talk a little bit about their, their kind of fight that kind of the end. Yeah. We covered a lot. Um, We kind of covered it. Well, we covered it a little bit, but yeah, the end and the dinner too. We didn't talk about the dinner. Oh, the most awkward birthday <laughs> dinner party ever. Oh, my gosh. She just kept there. Hillary, I've got a California red you're going to love. She's like, yeah, give me five bottles. Oh, my God. That was it, it, The one thing I did want to mention I found out is in real life, Chelsea was at this dinner. Okay. Interesting. So, so I think that was a bit of a buffer, you know? Um, yeah. But... The, just the way it went down was so I just cheated on my girlfriend. You know what I mean? Like, come on, but come on friends, try to keep us together. And the fact that she went where she's like, I uphold my commitments. Right. But that's kind yeah. of is going to get you in trouble. You know what well, I mean? Like, that's and I what, think it, I think it was doubly awkward. They were at Vernon Jordan's house oh, too. God, it was I just know. so crunchy. Like, it, oh yeah. And you helped in this, you shithead. Like if I would be surprised, she whacked him upside the head a little yeah. like, yeah, thanks for helping yeah. make my life a mess. I, it was. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I know that there is no, there is no historical documentation of this dinner of what happened. It did happen. The dinner happened. That is agreed upon by all parties, but there's no, nobody has ever said what happened. So everything here was extrapolation for dramatic purposes, but I think they did a good job of representing that. I was hoping that they'd at least throw in a little, maybe a little more detail of, 
maybe Hillary and, and Vernon Jordan's wife, whose name I do not recall, talking about their husbands a little bit, or I can't believe he did that, or her apologizing, or you know what I mean? But they didn't do that, really. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... I mean, that's also kind of the thing with, with Hillary. It's like, you wonder, like, did she have a friend good enough to just like vent to about all this stuff? And, or, you know, because you have to really trust that person to not then tape record you. I was going to say, I was going to say, and give it to the media. Yeah. 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 I love that. She does call Linda Tripp a psychopath. That was great. Yeah. Because I think she is. <laughs> she knew. She knew, right? Like you're yeah. saying. She, bam, she spotted it right away, right? So, she, I mean, she, she knew. She knew what was going on. But also, I mean, I think that one thing I'm thinking we're talked this whole episode, I've said, is like, I think she really loves Bill Clinton. You know, I, I do. I think that they love each other. I don't think you can be, regardless of what arrangement, this, that, you just can't be around a person that long and have that many experiences and still be with them without loving them. Yeah. Without wanting to be with them. (laughs) I think, um, did you see that engagement or that wedding day photo? Yes, I did. I sent you. Yep. I mean, that's a hot picture. Like, I don't know. She's got kind of like her mouth open in this kind of suggested way. And (laughs) it just like, I looked at it and I'm like, wow, look at them. Like glorious. Um, But clearly there was a lot of, uh, you know, love, attraction, whatever in that photo. Um, Even shark people could love each other, you know? Yeah, I do. I think it's worth talking about, you know, he's like, please don't leave me. Yes. And she's kind of like, I lose either way. True. Which is, you know, very true. Mm -hmm. And I can, I can distinctly remember talking about that with people at the time, that being a question on talk radio mm-hmm. people just openly talking about and saying hey if she leaves him she left she like she said she's the one who left the president you know what i mean she stays with him she stayed with a guy who cheated on her and embarrassed her in front of the country and, and let her go out and, and lie right not lie but you know and he knew she was not saying what the truth was yeah. he wasn't saying the truth be a part of a lie Um, she really was in a no win situation, but we do have to take a step back and say she did get herself there, right? We did start off this episode with a woman detailing a 12 year affair, which I don't think many people dispute. Yeah. I don't think she disputes it. No, there's no, we're not. I mean, I don't dispute. There's no question that he had an affair with Jennifer Flowers. There's no question about that. Yeah. So this is something that she knew. And there is, we can't completely take away responsibility and not say she should have known better that he wasn't going to be able to hold it together. Can you hear that beeping? I do. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. <laughs> Is that a truck backing up? I don't, they're, they're doing all crazy construction up my street. I'm sorry <laughs> about that, folks. They It's it's over now. They've been okay. putting like a walkway in near the school. It's, it's crazy. It's been going on for like six months. 
And oh. then that stops and the guys down my street start cutting wood with in their driveways. And I'm, oh, yeah. That I'm like, come it. on, people, give me a break here. Noise pollution. Um, um, I don't even remember yeah. what I was saying about Bill. Oh, we were, we were talking about her and <laughs> if she should have left him or not, yeah. if she could have left I him mean, or not. What was she going to do? Well, I don't know. In some ways, I do think not leaving him cost her the presidential election because it was another kind of very robotic move on her part, mm. very kind of non-emotional. And I think that if people had seen her leave him, they would at least know that she was hurt enough and pissed enough to leave that there, that was emotion driven. Do you know what I mean? I do. I do. I understand. It would give people, it would give people something to perhaps, um, uh, kind of cheer for her a little bit. Yeah. Right? And it would have you showed know? vulnerability yeah, yeah. on her part, which is something she's never really been mm. good at. And she started trying to be more kind of authentic slash vulnerable, however you want to, whatever TV word at the moment they're using as she was running in 2016. And, you know, it, it was kind of like people just had such a hard time embracing that because they just seen one version of her for so long and i think had she broken away from him at this time um it would have even been interesting if she kept her duties as first lady but divorced him because that is an actual role that tends to do things or at least she made it one um but had moved out and you know she went on her their separate ways after he left office yeah I think that could have actually done a lot to kind of, yeah, just make her seem more human to people. I agree with you, but only after, right? Um, after the after he left office. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That, that I agree with you. I I was actually a little bit surprised because I thought she, I definitely thought she was good. I mean. I, 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 years would go by. I was like, why is she still married to him? That's why I say they love each other. You know what I mean? Like there really is a love there that they, they're best friends. Yeah. But and just because you love someone does not mean you should be married to them. That is, well, I'll tell you, I've experienced that myself, Gina. That That's for another <laughs> podcast, not married to them, but just be with them. Um, right. But yeah, yeah exactly. you know, I'm very happily married just so everyone is listening knows, <laughs> but, uh, cause my wife listens. I love you, honey. Um, but yeah, I, I, I just feel like you're right. If she had later had divorced him, I think it would have allowed her to get out from under that, those questions. And of course it didn't help. I, I, I'm not, I wouldn't go as far as to say, I think she would have been elected because we could go into many different well, reasons why that election didn't go the way we wanted it to, or the way it really did. But that's for another podcast as well. But I think it, it definitely, I, I think a lot of people kind of thought that was going to happen. And I, I think you're right. I think it could have humanized her more. Um, and Which it, I mean, and if, if she had done that, it could have even been a benefit to her when she ran in 2008. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it, yeah. it could have changed the trajectory in many different ways for her political career. I agree. And Hey, and it didn't yeah. help any either 
him constantly popping up like on Epstein's plane or <sighs> you know what I mean? Like it continued. Well, That's the in thing. Retrospect, is, yeah. You know, my wife said to me, she said, he never did that again. Did he public? And I said, not that they caught him, but there was still, there were always stories still of yeah. him years in later. Fact, when I told someone we were doing this podcast, they told me another story that I won't repeat that also involved a plane, not Epstein's. And just, I'm just like, yeah, this really doesn't surprise me, I it, guess. That's it. Yeah. It's, yeah. I don't think this is, I don't think this is a thing that he ever got under control. No, um, he's a, he's a sex addict yeah. or he's a, I need love and attention yeah. all the time addict, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. which is something in, I think the game changers, which is about the Obama McCain election an HBO movie that, you know, they talk about how all these politicians need to feel loved. Like yeah. it, it, for a lot of, for like 98% of them, it's like, they want to feel loved. And They feel bad when media starts to turn on them and when they aren't getting the attention they feel they deserve. And, um, you know, it's, it's a psychopathy and granted many CEOs and I imagine presidents, if you put them through a test, they (laughs) probably score on a, a, the psychopath scale. Um, I think Bill Clinton would, Donald Trump definitely would. I mean, he's, he's got all sorts of issues, but you know, it, you could be a perfectly nice person with a good heart but still have psychopathic behavior when it comes to <laughs> doing certain things. Yeah. Your weaknesses. Yeah. Where it gets you. Yeah. Yeah. And where it got us is to the end of this episode. Do you have anything else you want to talk about? I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. It's going to be interesting to see the way they wrap this up. That's for sure. I, I mean, I... I'm, I like the way they've rolled this out. I thought that we were going to get three or four episodes of like boring testimonies and people running around, but I like the way they're keeping it almost like a parlor room drama in many ways, right? Like we keep on getting these little scenes of people and, and emotions. And I like that. I think they've done a fantastic job and gosh, man, the acting too. I have to say that. Again, I just did not expect Clive Owen was going to knock it out. I remember in the beginning of this thing, I was like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> Clive Owen, he has really, he's done great. Yeah. He's grown on me. Yep. I think he's a super sexy Bill Clinton. That's for sure. Yep. Clive Owen. Um, I think he's more attractive than real life Bill Clinton. That's true. I, I mean, just looking at him, like, you know, I'm sure like you see him give one of Bill Clinton's old speeches and he'd, he'd be, a, I mean, even Bill Clinton giving one of his speeches can be a panty dropper, but Clive Owen, <laughs> I mean, he wants to get a liberal lady. All he has to do is put on that nose and that suit and the hair and, and, and start, start giving a Bill Clinton speech and he'll be right there. Okay. All right. <laughs> well, now you know how to get to Gina's heart people. Um, oh, Hey, you know what? <laughs> there was uh, we didn't get to, there was no Linda trip this episode. Well, I think we're getting her next episode yeah. and it looks darn good. Yeah, I just <laughs> want to, this is the first episode. She did not appear at all. And, and, um, I can't say I missed her cause it was such a great episode. It didn't, it wasn't necessary to have her in the episode, but I like the way that's good storytelling too. I mean, we stayed with her so long, but we're on to a different part here, you know, 
And it just shows this ensemble that they created that they can hand it off to this person, to that person, you know, and, um, yeah. and keep it going. But, uh, we will keep going. We'll be back next week. There's actually, there's only two episodes left. Wow. That's it. So next week is the penultimate episode of the season slash series. I don't think they're going to be doing a part two to this. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> unless they want to do the, you know, when she runs for president. Um, but uh, anyway, it's been great talking to you again, Gina. I hope yeah. everyone enjoyed it. I hope my voice, our recording levels were better. Um, thanks again for mentioning that. Thanks for downloading and listening. You can head over to DVRpodcast.com. Do you have any uh, anything else you'd like to say? No, I think we're all set. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Have a great weekend. Peace out.